Well, we're back. This is John Katzmatidis, and uh, what the heck is going on in the uh, financial markets? Who's better to ask than Charlie Gasparino of Fox News? Charlie, what's going on? Um, well, I mean, I think there's some degree of relief rallies here that uh, the Fed may not cut, uh, maybe ending its uh, rate increases, that we've gotten um, inflation under control. But remember, it's never a straight line up. It's never a straight line down. This is still a pretty scary territory for an investor because if if oil is coming down in price, right, and there's not a significant supply increase, which there's not, it's because traders are pricing in a recession. Recession recessions are generally bad for earnings, and thus not great for stocks. Um, now, if it's a short recession, people might be saying, "Oh, well, it'll be over fast, and we'll get out of this." But you know, who knows? So. These are sort of the headwinds that are going on out there. Um, markets are clearly pricing in peak inflation. But remember, peak inflation, suppose inflation comes down to 6% and we're stuck with it for a while. Well, then we're also stuck with a bunch of more rate rate increases for a while. So this is this is really treacherous stuff. I, I just be real careful out there now. Well, we reached uh, peak, uh, in my opinion, we reached peak prices for for oil and and food, it could be peak prices for food unless things happen. Yeah, uh, and I mean, uh, sounds... uh, and what did, what did oil close down today? About the ninety dollars, ninety two dollars, and three something like that. It's still not not exactly uh, the fifty dollars we were used to for years and years, but uh, it's better. Um, but remember, this is because it's pricing in a, ref- a recession. So, and how long that recession is, no one knows. And I think that's the uh, that's the you know that's that's why this is not a it, this is you know this is this is difficult business, right? So, does that mean you sell all your stocks? No. What does it mean to me? I mean, you know, it just means you might want to get a little cash ahead ahead of the time, get ready for if the market bottoms, get ready to get, go back in, uh, see where it goes. Um, if obviously if if inflation stays relatively high, even off its peak, remember nine percent's a lot. Suppose it settles at five percent. I mean, there's going to be more rate increases on that. So uh, you know that's why it's hard to like judge all this. You know, markets. You know, John, I've said this on your show before. The stock market reached an historic high. Uh, yes, an historic high, fourteen thousand. Back then, uh, in, two, in late 2007, because I thought the financial crisis, which was then known as a credit crunch, was about to, was was over. What happened in the next two months was that we had a financial crisis, and obviously, by the time that filtered through, you know, the stock market hit a low of six thousand on the Dow. So remember, this is you know, the one day's one day's performance means nothing. Stocks trade all over the place. A lot of these bots and and algorithms and traders are you know they have irrational exuberance over one day's headlines they you know but they don't and they don't take the long view the long view is more treacherous here charlie it's it's richard Wamber. i wanted to ask you your your thoughts on two different items coming out of congress the one is the the mansion schumer deal and what that means and the other is the the chip uh deal well the chip thing is just pure corporate welfare I don't know why they need to do that. I mean, we don't we don't have a chip shortage right now. Um, you know, if you want to uh, help U.S. Ch- chip makers, don't give them money. You know, create an environment here to invest. 
and uh, you know they're just like they're just throwing money at the problem. It's really kind of ridiculous. Um, the the Schumer uh, mansion deal is pathetic because if you if you read this thing, I mean it's so transparent. There's no, I mean it's all premised on deficit reduction to get rid of inflation. There's no deficit reduction until years out. We have inflation now. So it's just spending money. I, 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 it's doing the same stuff that got us in trouble. So uh, are I, they the trying whole, to the whole thing. are they trying to create additional chip business in the United States because of a possible problem in Taiwan? Well, maybe, but not even Taiwan, but China as well. Uh, listen, there's no reason. There's, there's no problem with creating a chip business in the United States. I don't know how you create that by just throwing money at it. I mean, the way you do that generally is to create economic incentives for chip makers to open up shop here, like a decent tax environment, uh, a decent regulatory environment, not the clown show that we have right now. But the the, the White House in Washington is not creating incentives for businessmen. Well, that's true. I mean, mean, they they are, you know, they're creating taxes. I know I was on. Uh, your, your network the other day on Fox right. Business, and and we said if they raise taxes to the chip companies, if they raise taxes to the food companies, all those companies are going to do is pass it along. You know, They're going to pass it along to the consumer. Yeah, and it's interesting how they're looking to raise taxes on corporations while they're handing them money. I mean, do you ever think about how stupid that is? And self-defeating? We, we don't have a captain of a ship. That's the problem. Well, yes. I mean, by, you know, Biden's been ill with, um, COVID. with COVID. And, you know, listen, everybody wants him to get better, obviously. But it, it really doesn't seem like he's around much when he doesn't have COVID or that he's much he's, – he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, like, he's like leading the country. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. His absence is kind of bizarre because it's – not really an absence because he was never really there. But the real problem is, and this was pointed out by, by other commentators, the people around Biden are not business people. They're academics. Oh, they're think tankers. They're advocates. They're lobbyists. They're ideologists. Exactly. They're very ideological. Yes. And Charlie Gasparino, if anybody has the like the pulse of what's going on there at the White House and the Capitol, you know, the reporters, we hear, we know everything. What are you hearing about Biden? Well, it's it's complete disarray. It's people that have no you – know, it's just everything you're saying. And, and then it also on top of that, the sort of scuttlebutt, it's, it's a president that is just lost not one step, not two steps, but like ten steps. So they're freaking out too. Yeah, so they know he's he's a little – he's out there. And, you know, but it's not only that. I mean, you know, the, listen, this is a, a particularly bad cabinet that he put together. Not a lot of strong, smart people. I mean, where's the sort of liberal, uh, I guess, um, counterpart to someone like Mike Pompeo, right, who's new as stuff, or the liberal counterpart to Mnuchin? You know, Janet Yellen, she's pretty weak. You know, I know she was Fed chair, but not exactly, you know, strong stuff here. You know, you know Brian Deese running NEC. I mean, Larry Kudlow ran it, who has you know, been around for a long time, was an economist, worked on Wall Street, you name it, commentator. Brian Deese was kind of a kind of an advocate for ESG at kind of. He was. That's his main job. When he when he was last in the private sector, he worked at BlackRock to get money managers to do more ESG investing. It's not he's not a, a businessman. Charlie, this is Pete King. I agree with you that uh, Schumann Mansion is a bad deal. 
But how is Wall Street going to react to it in the short term and even, let's say, the longer term? You know, I don't know if it's front and center right now. Now, you know, what what is front and center, I mean, let's just say it, it sparks more inflation. I mean, that's a problem for Wall Street because there's more rate increases and stocks will, will, will uh, you know, will, will react to that. So I think that's the main thing that Wall Street is reacting to. Value, what Wall Street always reacts to is, I mean, you know, in the long term, you know, and I'm not talking about the headline, you know, they, they might bounce off a headline, but, you know, how does something affect interest rates environment, the interest rate environment and then corporate earnings? That's kind of where it goes. You can make a good case that this 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 anti-inflation thing could hurt corporate earnings because it's going to impose tax increases on major companies that are already cutting back. And by the way, it does nothing to do nothing to do with the supply side, right? It's not lessening regulations so they can supply more stuff. So it's it's a it seems like a seems like a joke. Business people, Charlie, as a business person. Business people are not taking money out of their pockets and say, I'm going to go out and build another refinery for a billion dollars. Oh, that's true. You know what's fascinating? I don't understand why the market is going up. I think because it thinks – I don't totally understand. I, I, I kind of understand. I think it thinks it will be a couple of rate increases, you know, we'll reach peak inflation, and then the Fed will just lay off and the economy will recover. Well, but have no fear. Oh, sorry. I, no, I agree with you. I no, think the, the, the Fed – they're thinking of – Pausing in September, that's what I hear. Right, but that doesn't mean we're going to get a a recovery that, that the market is, seems to be suggesting. I'm looking at all these tech firms, right? They're talking about, like, massive cuts. David Zasloff, the head of Discovery, Warner Bros. tomorrow, I just broke this on Fox Business, is going to announce that he's combining major operations, including two, two big streaming services. That's going to lead to hundreds of cuts. All these companies are doing this. Um, I, I don't understand why the markets think that uh, this is, you know, why, that you know, it's, it's this 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 slowdown is coming to an end. It seems like it's just starting. Well, time will tell. Time will I, tell. Uh, I, I, I think that everybody's going to pull their uh, their belt in and uh, do what they have to do. And are banks lending, John? No, the banks are shutting down. That's a problem. Especially in the real estate industry, you know, they, uh, the, the, the Fed has announced some new regulations to them, uh, that, uh, they're, they're not lending any, any monies for construction loans or anything new. So John, if they're not lending on the level that you're at, what about regular people that maybe need a home loan? They're in deep crap. Yeah, look, there's more consumer debt being taken on. Credit card debt is They'll say you want to buy levels. a new house, you have to pay six and a half percent. Wow. Yes, the, the, the debt, household debt is now uh, $16 trillion. We've yeah. never seen a number that high ever before. But personal yeah, credit is scary when you start it's breaking scary. it down. Yeah. Th- those numbers are staggering. So that's why I don't buy the quick and dirty, you know, we get through this, you know, everything's hunky-dory next year. Well, don't worry. AOC is going to save uh, the White House in 2024. That's what Democratic oh strategists said, that she's Charlie, the best hope for the Charlie, you, know I to, you know I went to the same same high school as her? Oh, my God. Oh, because you're from Yorktown. Yes. So you, oh, my goodness. That's right. So she's not from the Bronx. She's not. Uh, yeah. We're all from the Bronx when you're from Yorktown, just so you know. I, I, yeah. I, I know that. But, my, but, my sister-in-law lives there. Yeah, so everybody in Yorktown's from the Bronx. <laughs> but I mean, just, it's just that I, I don't even care so much about that. 
like my old man, I told you, was a construction worker. Her old man was an architect, and I'm not sitting there pounding my chest. Oh, I've you know, the the, the road to riches has been long and hard. <laughs> I was born in a shotgun shack. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie, thank you, and uh, we'll talk again maybe later in the week. We got to find out what the heck is going on. Thank you so much. All right, John. Thanks. Who do we go to now, Lydia? Are uh, we going to break? You want a break now? Let's uh, let's go to break, and we're going to come back with John McLaughlin. He's going to talk to us about the Republican primaries going on all over the country, who won, who lost, Trump's record, and keep it also right here for Congressman Lee Zeldin. He is the winning ticket here for New York to bring us back from the depths of despair. Keep it right here, Cats at Night.